Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? The last podcast we talked about homework and just getting your kids to do it. And from the kid's perspective, just being able to do it without getting nagged. We suggested you get really curious and asked about 10 different questions, or sorry, suggested about 10 different questions you could ask your child to figure out what's going on. Now, I want to go through a little bit behind why those questions and what the answers could tell us. So, probably a really good idea would be to listen to the other podcast. However, I'll repeat so that if you don't, that's okay because you'll still understand what we're talking about. So getting curious with your child, asking them lots of questions about why they're not able to just do their homework. So to get the need met that you have to have your child's work done, probably the teacher's need would be similar and the child's need would be similar. Let's go through why I suggested the questions I did in the podcast yesterday. First of all, it's super important within your home to have a place for all their school items to go and a routine around that. So that could be they get home and they have to do their homework. Would that be that they do it after dinner? Do they do that while you're making dinner? What's the routine around that? And the reason why we want to create a routine is because in anything in life that they're going to be successful at, they would need to make a routine around that. A child doesn't get to go and be a superstar in a sport unless they have a routine around practice. So the same thing we want for them here. We want a routine around their homework, a place for all their school items to be so that if they do need to get up to get something, it's not this big hunt to get it. And then of course that's a distraction and half an hour goes by and they've not done their work. And Furthermore, what would be really cool is if you had a space for that to be. So in our house, we have um, a shadow box, if you will, and that's where knapsacks go so that we know that if they are looking for something, it's in there. In our quote-unquote junk drawer, that's where we have the um, pencils and sharpener and ruler and calculator. So again, it's one central place. They usually do their homework at the kitchen table because we all are around and we can help them. So that's our routine and depending on our child we have a different routine for them. So my bonus daughter she likes to get her homework done right away and so she comes right home from work, sets up at the kitchen and gets her homework done and gets all her materials out to do that. Whereas my son likes to have a little bit of a break. So he will maybe have something to eat, maybe go outside for a little bit, have um, time in the bathroom (laughs) because maybe he doesn't go to school. So he doesn't come right home and do it. He has a little bit of a different routine. My other son likes to 
actually have dinner first and really have taken a pretty solid break from school before he gets started doing it. So you may have an idea of what you think should be the expectation. So it would be wonderful if all my kids came home, put their stuff away, did their homework. But again, that would be very robotic. It wouldn't be looking at what their needs are. So we need to look at what our kids' needs are, what our needs are. Our need is we need them to do the homework. That's a lot of saying the word need. And we need to understand what's going to be the best routine for them and for our sanity, as well as where all their school items go. We also want to source out if the child isn't wanting to do it, where that motivation is coming from. So as I mentioned in yesterday's podcast, could that be that they don't understand it? Could it be that they don't know when it's due? Could it be that they don't actually have the physical assignment sheet? Maybe they don't have an example to follow. There's so many reasons where motivation, or sorry, the lack of motivation could come from. And then notice where they're really motivated to do something. So when my kids have something that they, um, especially my two boys, when they have something that is hands-on or that they can share that they're doing, actually that would probably be my youngest, he is super motivated to do it because he's so excited to share and to share his knowledge and share what he's doing and have some input But routine things like his spelling list, well, you know, that's something he does, but he's not really motivated to do it. So check out where that's coming from. The reason that we want to see where the motivation is coming from, or lack of motivation, sorry, is coming from, is to figure out then how we can help them get the motivation. A key piece here is we want to look at, see if your child is inner motivated or outer motivated. And so if your child is inner, has an inner motivation, then they're going to do something because they feel it's the right thing to do, irregardless of other things, external factors. And if you have a child that has external motivation, I think I called it outer motivation, but I meant external <laughs> motivation, they're going to do something because of the reward that somebody else externally is going to give them, whether that's the teacher and the gold star or whether that's you saying, that's great that you've done that. So my daughter that I explained earlier, that comes home and does her work, she would be externally motivated. She is very motivated by the fact that her teacher will say good job and will say, oh great, you've already done your homework. Very externally motivated. Um, My youngest, on the other hand, very internally motivated. So he really has to see the reason behind why homework needs to be done. And so when I explain to him, well, you have this spelling list and you do a little piece of it each day so that by the end of the week, you don't have to be rushed or stressed the night before. So yes, you could do it the night before, but if you did a little piece of it every day, you're not putting that stress on yourself. And because he is so internally motivated, he does put this huge stress on himself the night before. So he could see for him that that made sense. So he needed to be aware, because he's internally motivated, of what his benefit was. So again, I couldn't just say, just do it to both my kids in those cases and hope that that would happen. The other son, (laughs) the oldest one, who may be listening to me podcasting, so I have to be careful, haha, um, he just really is, I would suggest you, a combination of the two. So if he doesn't need to do something in terms of he has a test coming up and he's understood the work, so what's the point in doing the review? He just won't do it. 
So there's the internal part kicking in. Well, I don't need to do it. However, if there was um, maybe a bonus incentive because he really liked the teacher, so that's the bonus, like the teacher that he really likes would be happy that he did it, then he might choose to do it. So that would be some external. So he's really a mixture of the two. So with him, I have to be a little bit more diligent on picking my battle, if you will, as to which pieces to have him do. So yes, I am suggesting that all homework doesn't always need to be done. And that might be a little controversial, but that's my with a twist, right? I think that homework has a place and a different podcast can be about, you know, what that place is and how much kids need. But in this case, just realize that every child is different. And as I've illustrated with the three that I've talked about of ours, is that um, if a child of mine is constantly fighting against the homework and when I look at what's being assigned and the fact that he doesn't necessarily need to do it in order to be successful in that course I'm not going to push it. However I will suggest to him that what else could he be doing? So maybe there's a math test coming up, he's done the review in class, he's understood it. Great! But maybe there's another concept that's in a different class where he hasn't been told he has homework, but maybe he doesn't really love it or doesn't really understand it. That could be something that he spends some time on. Or previewing, which in another uh, podcast I've called that reverse homework, which I will do a whole podcast about, but some another topic coming up and you do some reverse homework. So you do some pre-looking um, at it as to what that topic could be about. So for instance, I think the last example I gave was dissection. Um, no, it was the body parts. No, it was the digestive system. <laughs> so if you know that the digestive system is coming up and you have no, no idea about it, then do some reverse homework. So what I want him to do is to start to being aware of the use of his time and what he could be using it for that would be valuable to him. And in realizing that what might be valuable to me and what might be valuable to his teacher may not be valuable to him. And so I'd have to give him a reason why. And if it doesn't make sense, like, well, do your review because you have to do your review. Well, if you're not getting points for doing your review and you've understood things, then why do you need to do your review? Um, so look for my other podcast, though, that will come out eventually, or two will. One on reverse homework and one will be on really what homework is and, and why do we need it. Um, the other thing we want to do is see that the environment is okay. So where's your child doing their homework? Is there a lot of distractions? Um, and does it have sort of a good energy space around it? And do they actually have, have they actually set themselves up? So we've already talked about tools, but what about the child who comes home right from school and they start to do their homework and we see them getting wane, waned, tired? Um, maybe they check their lunch because if they haven't eaten lunch, then how are they fueling themselves to do their homework? So have they had water? Have they had a snack? So again, the environment that they're bringing to it, like themselves, and then the environment that's around them. We also want to pay careful attention if the resistance is just happening in one subject. So if you notice them coming home and doing their homework at their designated time, in one subject and they just seem to do that and it's okay. So as I mentioned my 
youngest son with spelling, once he began to realize why, he would come home and do it. Um, And not right away like my bonus daughter, but he would do it in the required time he needed to do it in. But when I looked at other work, like if he had a bigger project, let's say, for example, he wouldn't have the motivation to do that. So, and I'm thinking about some specific ones. So when we look at that, is there a resistance to just one subject or is it across all subjects? And if it's just one subject, explore further. So for instance, with my son, the bigger project, the resistance around doing it was he is from a blended family. Um, his lives with his dad half the time and he was very anxious because the project was actually due on his dad's time and he really felt if he did all this work on my time quote unquote my time then how is he going to get that to his dad's and um, you know was that work going to be lost and was it actually going to get to school and he just had all these apprehensions around this big project and its, and its due date so again if you remember I had said to get curious about why and so we get curious about why the resistance is there we were able to make a solution for that once I knew what it was. Children do listen more to our behavior than our words. So I think I mentioned in my other podcast, do something alongside them. If you really want them to value homework, do something alongside them. I suggested balancing your checkbook. Um, You could be listening to these podcasts and say that you're doing some parenting homework. You could be writing a list for groceries. I mean, there's numerous things you could be doing but do it alongside them. Same goes for reading. If there's home reading, then be like, oh, it's home reading time and I'm going to do my home reading too. Kids listen more to our behavior than our words. Explore with your child how, sorry, explore with your child how they learn. Again, this is going to be a whole separate podcast, probably actually a four-part series because there's just so much on how child's how children learn. Um, But it can be very frustrating for a learner that's sat Um, at school all day and then they're expected to come home and do homework too and um, there's certain types of learners that that works for and they're okay to sit down do pen to paper work and there's the majority of learners that it is not okay with so again as I mentioned that'll be a podcast in and of itself but get really curious about your child and are they able to just sit down and do work and in those other podcasts I'll give you some other ideas and tips around depending on the type of learner how to set up their homework space too so really um just get curious with your child. Just really figure out why they don't want to do the work and help them solve those problems. And if you're not able to, contact an expert. Send us an email, amber at amberscotchburn.com. Connect with us on Facebook, which is just my name, Amber Scotchburn. Um, talk to the teacher, talk to your friends, post it on Facebook, Google it, (laughs) how to get my child to do homework. Maybe there'll be a tip there that I haven't shared. But really what you need to do is get curious with your child because they know once you peel away the layers, think about like an onion, the core is going to always be the same and remain there. And we've talked about everybody has needs and desires and we just act to get them met. So if your need or desire is to have them do their homework, connect with what their need or desire is because I can bet you it's going to be to have the same thing to have that same success and to feel good and to have a good relationship with you not to be nagged and not to feel like they can't do it so get curious thanks so much for listening good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are around the world 
Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.